All right, welcome to another episode of Morrow's Mentors. I am here with a wonderful guest tonight, and I'm excited. Um, this is definitely an interview that we have looked forward to doing for a little while now. <laughs> and yes, uh, my guest name is Joshua Aaron Scott. Boy, I just laid it all out there, didn't I? Joshua Aaron Scott, that is his name. <laughs> and he is a very good friend of mine who I've had the pleasure of working with, um, in a few different areas, I would say the biggest one that uh, was our first introductory was through, of all things, taxes. Oh. And it is just irony that we are talking about, I'm talking to him rather, about, you know, what he feels um, he's learned as far as being in the different, um, you know, professions and in the different roles in his life. So it's tax season, but that honestly has absolutely nothing to do with this conversation. <laughs> so Josh, I think you might appreciate that. You know, I'm sure you're busy talking about finances as your career right now. So we get to have a very lightful conversation about how you pretty much took the path of mentorship um, and how you're giving that back out to others in the community. So um, thank you for letting us come to your home tonight, me and our guest here, my cameraman. <laughs> so, yeah, start out by talking to us a little bit about just you, um, your background a little bit, and, you know, how you got into doing what you do for your profession. Okay, yeah, well, I'm a Utah boy. <laughs> I, I, I grew up here in Utah. Most of it was actually in Salt Lake County, so I actually came down and moved to Utah County mm -hmm. and moved in with my dad and my stepmom. And that was during high school, uh, the first part of high school. And so I, I would say that was a very positive experience for me because that's when I actually started playing basketball. I have a very big passion for basketball. And, nice. and one of my best friends is also, you know, was also on the basketball team with me. And we live very close to each other and we got to, to grow up playing basketball. And in that time, I, I felt like I was able to you know, gain a lot of experience as far as being able to make friends and get, getting to know people because of sports. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's when I, I was able to get involved in being able to mentor people, so to say, mm -hmm. and, and helping them in whatever way I could and them helping me as well. Because, you know, when you're growing up as a teenager, there's so many things that you're trying to discover. Mm -hmm. And and it's just so many new things as, as you become more independent. Yeah. And that really paved the path for me um, while I was going through, you know, middle school and high school. To, to where I am now. And, you know, a big turning point for me as well in, in helping me to, to point my trajectory even more upwards mm -hmm. was when I went on a mission and was thrown out and in, in being able to experience a new culture mm -hmm. and a new people and a new language mm -hmm. and, and having to, you know, be able to go through those challenges that I experienced mm -hmm. and being able to help other individuals at the same time, that was a big deal for me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I went from that ex those experiences that I had early on um, that allowed me to see what I valued in myself mm -hmm. and what I valued in what I wanted to pursue in, in my life, and, you know, whether it be in profession or, or personally. And that led me into, you know, coming back and, and looking into a college degree that allowed me to serve other people mm -hmm. and to help other people. Because that was, you know, number one on, on my list right. of things that I wanted to do. 
and personal financial planning was the career that, or the degree that I found, and ultimately the career that I pursued. Mm -hmm. And so through school, I was able to have a lot of positive experiences with other professors and other students that allowed me to grow mm -hmm. um, exponentially in those four years in college and get me where I am at now, where I'm starting a new job here in another week nice. at, a, at a firm. So, yeah, And you've graduated from college then? Yes, I at did. At this point, okay. Yep. I graduated this last December, so. Nice, congratulations. Thank you. Well, I have to say, going back a little bit, um, what you said, especially learning those skills of, you know, teamwork and camaraderie. I, first of all, looking at you, you said you learned you learned that doing basketball, but like you must be like six four. So like, I'm glad you were playing basketball. I'm surprised you didn't do that at all, like in school or anything. But that's awesome that like I mean in college ball as um, as far as that goes. But that's awesome. Yeah. But you said that you learned early on with being able to work in that team um, about like what it feels like, like how you feel when you are able to lead or mentor or you learn from other leaders and mentors as well. Yeah. Um, and then you mentioned um, a mission shortly after that. So just to help our listeners kind of get some context on that, kind of describe what, you know, briefly what a mission is, just so that they'll understand it can really take that experience into obviously leadership and mentorship. Yeah, so on a mission, I mean, we, we submit an application mm -hmm. to you know, our leaders within the church mm -hmm. in which we you know, allow them to, to receive revelation on where we should go mm -hmm. in, in preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I, you know, I submitted my application and I got a, a call mm -hmm. to go serve in Mexico. Okay. And so I served in Mexico for two years, mm -hmm. in which I wasn't—I didn't see my family, and I went there by myself amongst people I didn't know, and I was supposed to grow and develop in my in my attributes, mm -hmm. so to say, develop my character, mm -hmm. so that I could help the people the best I could. Mm -hmm. And so that was, that was a big focus of mine. What can I do for myself so that I can serve them better? Mm -hmm. And I, I learned a lot in that time about mm -hmm. myself and about being able to serve others and what I can do to better serve others. And so from that experience, I realized that there really was a passion there mm -hmm. in, in being able to serve others because as I edify others, I edify myself. Mm -hmm. And so I took that experience coming home and said, and I asked myself, what can I do to be able to replicate what I, I felt more than anything mm -hmm. um, during that, those two years that yeah. I served others in Mexico? And I, I definitely know, um, you know, from experience, that is uh, a challenge. It is a challenge, but it's something that you, you know, you're never the same after you've been able to serve people in that way, the dedication of pretty much 24 hour service, you know, always having your life focused on the well-being of others. It, it, there's nothing like it. And like, I'm glad you were able to experience that. So, you know, just for us listeners um, that are listening, um, ecclesiastical, you know, service, volunteer service for two years um, from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And that, you know, I think for myself, reflecting just briefly on that i know for me it helped me understand too what it's like to really see you know a person really feel joy like to just do something small whether it's helping them 
you know, move from, you know, a place or to, into a place, or if you're doing yard work for them or, you know, just, just anything, any kind of service that you're able to render, like at a given notice, like you were the first person that were called on and it was great. You're just like, okay, even when you're tired, you're like, oh, but you, and then transitioning that, you know, coming back from that, going into college, it's the same because it teaches you what? Like, what specifically did it teach you, like, that experience and how you brought that back into your, your academics? Yeah. Well, first of all, you had to develop a, a routine, mm -hmm. and you had to do it consistently, in which it helped you to build you day by day. Mm -hmm. So I came back with this idea of, of trying to really establish order in my life, which would allow me to follow a path instead of it having, you know, just being really nothing that I, I have in, as far as consistency. Mm -hmm. So what I, what I wanted to do coming back was, you know, establish some goals and which would help me to move forward in, in trying to be, become the best I could mm -hmm. and to be able to get married and be able to, you know, obviously find a degree mm -hmm. and being able to make new friends and being able to um, help my, my family in any way that I could mm -hmm. and trying to serve them and just being able to, you know, help in extracurricular activities in, in college. Mm -hmm. So, And that's great. I mean, I feel like, especially meeting you and the world of academics, um, while you were on campus helping students in volunteer time um, to get their taxes done, which is very confusing, you know, especially when you're, you know, you have midterms and you have different things <laughs> in your mind. You know, it can be like challenging to add that on top of everything else, you know. Mm -hmm. But that was something that I remember seeing specifically with you was, you know, very calm, patient, genuine. And I mean, I remember leaving that experience thinking, man, you know, it just left an impression on me. I thought I'd like to work with that guy anywhere like if you were at a restaurant like serving food or you know if you were at a, a bank teller or anything like that because you just feel like such a joy like after you worked with someone that's really positive yeah. and uplifting and what they do you know that they really love what they do yeah. so doing that volunteer work i don't know if it was at that point you had already decided on your field of study which is personal finance but how did that connect, I guess, with what you were doing there, volunteering, helping people with funds and managing their fund and getting taxes figured out to doing what you do now in personal finance and helping people plan for uh, estate planning or for their future. Yeah. Well, I knew that one of the biggest things that would help me to become better at being able to serve people, not just in my profession, but also in life was to be able to have interaction. Mm -hmm. I mean, ultimately you can go and sit in a class and learn all about it, but until you put it in practice, it, it just doesn't mean as much. Mm -hmm. And so there, there was the opportunity to be able to volunteer time, not only through the VITA program, which is dealing with taxes, but as a financial counselor mm -hmm. in the Money Management Resource Center at, at the Utah Valley University. And so I, I was able to fill out an application and, and send that into the director, expressing my desire to, to take part in that, mm -hmm. it, you know, which is counseling and mentoring, they, they kind of intertwine and they're pretty close, you know, mm -hmm. they're pretty 
close to the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so being able to go in, not knowing what to expect necessarily, besides being able to help my peers and, and those in the community with their financial uh, matters, I, I was able to have a lot of good experiences. And I, I put my heart into it, you know, not knowing if I would be able to ultimately help them because, you know, there are people that have complex situations. Right. Uh, you know, and if that did, you know, ever happen, we could always refer them to people that had a little more experience, you know, since we are students. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, even though some of the interactions are, are pretty limited because you, you, you only see them maybe one time or a few times, mm -hmm. you still get to, to know them and appreciate them and, and really care for them and, and what they're going through. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's very rewarding. And I, I, I appreciated and I still appreciate to this day that, that time that I had to be able to help others mm -hmm. in school. And it's, it's really helped to grow the, the desire to go out and really increase my ability to not only serve people better, but serve more people. Right. And who have been some key mentors in your life that you feel has really helped contribute that attitude, that, you know, that service-oriented attitude that you've developed over the years? Like, who were some people early on in your background that helped out with that development? You know, ultimately I think it was my mother. Mm -hmm. um, my mom played a big role in it because it wasn't necessarily the things she said. It was the things that I observed her do. Mm -hmm. Because she, she was in a rough you know, circumstance in her life when I was younger. And I, I watched her be able to get out of that rough circumstance and to be able to grow and prosper and ultimately to be a, a very big influence in helping other people in her life. And just being a person of light mm -hmm. and, and really bringing happiness to other people by the way that she treated them. And so, you know, being able to observe her and, and later in life as I grew older, being able to talk to her about it, it really instilled in me um, a desire to do that as well because, you know, it wasn't only to others, she did that with me. Mm -hmm. And so she was probably one of the biggest mentors for me early on and then it just grew from there um, as far as my network with being able to, you know, talk with different professors in school. And then you had different leaders from, from church mm -hmm. um, that were mentors. And they all served as mentors for me for different periods of time, some longer, some shorter. Mm -hmm. But they definitely played a role in, in who I am today. And, and I know that there are still mentors in my path yet mm -hmm. to come that will play a big role in, in helping me. And, and you know, I wanna do the same thing for anyone else. So I, I wanna be prepared um, to be able to do that for someone else. And I think you do. I think you do. I think when the moment when you can go home at the end of a busy day and you can really honestly think like, what have I done like today? Have I been able to like really do the best I can to give as much as myself as I could? And if the answer to that is yes, then I think, what else can you do? I mean, yeah. good things will come from that, from giving your honest you know, service and, and your heart out to people. Um, what would you say to individuals that might be listening to this podcast right now that are wanting to go out and serve? They may not know how they want to do it, but they know that they just feel like they have to do something and that they're just you know, being idle and not having anyone to look to around them specifically to to help them 
into that, like kind of like you said your mother did with other people, yeah. what would you say to an individual like that that's kind of like, what, what could I do? How could I do it? Yeah. Well, I mean, ultimately, we all grow from infancy to adulthood. Mm -hmm. And we're all in different parts of that path. And, you know, obviously, once we're adults, we still have so much more of life to live. But they, we've all had experiences, and we all have different perspectives on those experiences. Mm -hmm. And we've all asked ourselves different questions that allowed us to receive different answers that can be helpful to anyone else around us. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's coincidence that the people that are around us are around us. Like it's not just by happenstance. Right. And so we can start with someone, you know, as, as simple as, you know, within our family. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, they can be older or younger. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it might be a niece or a nephew or it might be a brother or sister. It, it can be someone that's not going to necessarily intimidate you because you already know them well. And once you start with someone that you're maybe comfortable talking with and practicing that sort of thing with, mm -hmm. then you can expand out from there and start with other people that you don't maybe know as well. Maybe they're acquaintances that you've talked with, but you're not close like you are with family mm -hmm. and close friends. And then just go from there. It can be strangers because you can just start, you know, spark a conversation with someone that you don't know and, and learn something new from them. And it might bring up an opportunity in which they, they say something in which you can give advice or, you know, mentor them in something that will help them in what they're dealing with at that current time. Mm -hmm. And so I would say that's probably the easiest way. Start with someone that, that you know closely, mm -hmm. and then once you've been able to practice with them, then you can start expanding it. Or you could just dive right in and just, you know, someone that you don't know. That's true. I mean, thinking about my experience, you know, you mentioned your mother, I feel like my paternal grandmother was that for me and was always instilling in me to go out and to try to do the best I could and, you know, to have hope, to always have hope for like just a different circumstance to be positive each day. Even when I went through, you know, hard days, bad days, just to try to stay focused on what could be, you know, withholding on to that hope of a bright future and you know that that's something I still practice to this day and you're right it has led me personally you know to a lot of more people that like I wouldn't have never had ordinarily I would have thought as mentors or friends in my life so you're absolutely right and what and this is something that I think um, may help also with understanding that role because the role of a mentor can come from it, it come from anywhere yeah. and so for you specifically what does that term mean to you what is a mentor a mentor mm -hmm. how would you define that personally I, I would say a mentor is, is someone that can allow someone to see things in a different way mm -hmm. and maybe equip them with certain ideas perspectives maybe skills and abilities to help them to move forward in the direction or, or, or towards a goal that they want to achieve. Mm -hmm. And that's how I view mentor, a mentor in, in a simplified way. And I couldn't agree more, my friend. That's exactly, honestly, like what a mentor's role is. And you're right, they're everywhere all around us. And I hope that you know 
um, at least from, from me, that you are very appreciated um, in your role and what you do to help people. Um, and I'm sure other people feel the same way. And that's what I want this podcast to do, is to really give that kind of homage to those people and that respect for what they do. And for all of our listeners, I hope that you were able to really learn uh, from Joshua's experience. And thank you, Joshua, for sharing it with us. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful week and please stay tuned and look forward to another episode soon.